Welcome to Baladance Live podcast with weekly portion of stories, tips and dance inspiration. My name is Jana Komarnitska, I'm your host and I invite you to explore all nuances of Baladance Live together with me and our amazing guests. Let's start! Hello everyone, welcome to the Baladance Live podcast. Thank you for tuning in back. And today I have a tricky question for you. How often do you dance just for yourself? We often get caught in this marathon of preparing for this event and for that event, but how often, seriously, you stop and dance just for yourself? I recently realized that for me it's actually a big challenge. I'm so I got so used to always getting ready for something. Back in Toronto I had uh, weekly gigs uh, and in a week I had like uh, three, four, five performances, sometimes up to ten whenever it's a peak period, but there were always some clients with, who requested something special. And it was a song that I never danced to, but they really wanted me to perform to it and I needed to get ready and get familiar with the music and maybe even mark some choreography. Or it was a specific uh, folkloric style uh, style that I was familiar with, so I was offering to perform, but uh, I was not that free to just go and perform or I didn't have a prepared choreography. So there was always some preparations that I had to do prior to actual performance to make sure that it's on a good high level. And that was all my practices. Basically, I was uh, building them around preparing for events and it was usually working on someone else's requests. And I remember that uh, a few years of full-time gigging, (laughs) let's say, it was awesome. I was like flourishing and I was very enthusiastic, excited, but with time I caught myself that I started complaining that I never had time to dance what I actually wanted. It was always someone else's request and often they didn't align with my artistic uh, preferences. Uh, For instance, there are some songs, they were nice, they were okay and I understood, I realized that people love them and that's why they wanted me to perform with them, but it's not necessarily the songs that I would choose myself as an artist to perform to, or some folkloric stars that I loved, but then everyone starts asking you requests again and again and again the same, you kind of get bored at the same time. It's like, I have so much more in my repertoire, or I want to explore so much more, and I don't have literally even time to dance to. Of course, you may say, oh, like, just, just refuse, and... There were many times that I was finding ways to decline those requests and not to perform to the songs. And sometimes the songs were not the best, and I was have I had legitimate excuse <laughs> to explain why this will not be the best for performance. And sometimes I was trying to find the ways around, and the song was sort of okay, but I really didn't want to perform to it. But at the same time, as a freelancer, as the dancer whose the entire activity and career is built just on performing, you kind of depend on uh, on those gigs. And 
wanting or not, uh, to some point you need to adjust and accommodate those requests. And the trick is the more successful you become as a performer, the more in demand you become, the more gigs in general you receive, which is great, but means even if you start declining those special requests, there is always still someone who will make you and persuade you that yes it's a good idea to accept it and do it so you still have the more gigs you have the more uh, work you have to prepare and get ready and i remember my like last uh half a year year of like full-time gigging and not being able to fully solve this situation for myself personal for myself I felt that I started losing enthusiasm towards performances in general, which was uh, absurd because like, oh my God, I dreamed about this life for so long time. I finally did it. I'm living as a full-time performer, not even teacher, just performer in a non-Arabic country and managing my own uh, gigs and career. So I don't even depend on anyone else. But at the same time, I don't feel enthusiastic. I feel like not picking up the phone uh, next time and it rings because I know the drill. I know that it will go through and I know that maybe it's extra work to prepare for songs or shows that I don't really want to do. Not that they are bad. It's just as an artist, I would probably have other preferences i would love to explore to stretch my comfort zone to go beyond it but in the direction that i wanted so if you were following my story before and like on social media you probably (laughs) kind of already realized that this was one of the factors together with some other ones of course that uh brought me to decision to actually take a break from gigs and even to relocate to another country for a certain time just to give myself this freedom of artistic exploration and expression now well, now I don't have any requests, any at all. <laughs> uh, basically, I created what I wanted. I'm free to dance and explore whatever I want, whatever my uh, artistic soul asks me. But what happened? I realized that with all this freedom, I actually don't know how to dance just for myself. I'm just not used to it. Like coming from experience and I had uh, at least three, four shows per week to now just performing from time to time from one dance event festival to another, like it's once, twice per month maybe, uh, it gives me much more time and freedom to explore whatever I want. And also on these festivals, nobody tells me which song to dance. I'm again free to dance whatever I want. but. I don't know how. I was so eager to get it, but it turns around that it's actually a skill that I still need to to learn. Uh, doing doing whatever you want sounds so fantastic, right? We all want, like, we all dream about that lie that we are our own boss and we can do whatever we want and uh, uh, do it whenever we want and wherever we want, but actually doing it is so tricky challenging (laughs) isn't it funny it gives me another perspective on the quote that uh, 
careful with what you wish because you may get it. <laughs> That's my situation. And uh, it's very scary but also exciting place that I realize that now it's not only uh, exploring new areas of ballet dance industry and this festival events and online uh, field, but it's also learning, developing new skill in me that now I'm free to dance whatever I want and I actually need to push myself not just have fun with it, but still do it with full responsibility as if I was performing or presenting the show because we always have this uh, nerve, nervousness like, oh, uh, there will be audience, they will be watching me, I need to make sure I present a good level. Now I have much less pressure that just because I perform much less, less frequent to the actual audience, but still to find your own uh, schedule, your own, not even schedule, but your own tempo and uh, routine on how can you allow yourself to explore and create things that you would love to and actually you, not your teacher, not the uh, competition environment, not the judges, not the balance community or whoever else clients tell you to do, but actually you and have at the same time the discipline to push yourself to your limits again and again and again. The whole point of this a little mini... Uh, episode is to urge you actually stop pause for some time and ask yourself whatever you're doing in your dancing activities is it something that you really want to do or is it something that other people or circumstances tells you to do and whatever your answer will be, because it will be different for different people, some may say, yes, it's exactly what I want to do, and some people may say, hmm, it's not exactly what I want to do, but I'm sort of okay and I like this flow, but still, whatever your answer is, always carve time to give freedom to your artistic exploration and artistic experiment, even if the result of it, those performances or choreographies or improvisations uh, or whatever dance creations you're doing, even the result of these experiments will not fit in any, let's say, uh, areas or fields, so neither uh, gigs uh, performing in the weddings or restaurants or maybe neither festival or competition. Still give your time to do them and work on those experiments and on those artistic creations because it not only will fulfill your artistic soul but it actually i promise you it actually will challenge you and you will need to face a totally new skills that you will have to learn and master on how to actually work and do what you want and I also strongly believe that only those times that we stop and question ourselves and let ourselves work on what we want, only those moment, moments are truly bringing us to developing our own individual 
dance style and I'm pretty sure that all of you, all of us are always uh, fascinated by those master artists who definitely have their individual style and their charisma and their personality and dance and we all question how, how did they do it, how can I do it and uh, my belief is that it comes first of all from asking yourself what do you like and what do you want to do and not only asking not stopping there but actually creating space for yourself to do those things so this was a little uh, portion of inspiration for me hopefully you found something that you can relate to in this uh, mini episode and if you liked it uh, also never forget to screenshot episode and share with your friends maybe they can also relate to it and it may help them uh, to find out some solutions or answers to certain questions in any case uh, thank you for staying with me and until next time keep dancing keep exploring whatever your artistic dance soul asks and uh, i'll uh, talk to you next week